Hey, 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 Joe McCall here from the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, coming at you from my car. Hope you're all doing well. One of my previous podcast episodes, I uh, mentioned that I'm on my way to the mastermind that I started here in St. Louis for wholesalers and I'm just now leaving. It was a really, really good meeting. We didn't have as many people there as normal. We had about six, I mean, seven or eight of us. And, uh, but it's still really, really good. And one of the things we actually talked about was the importance of focus. And we're all entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. Most of you guys listening to this are entrepreneurs yourself. And there's guys in the group that are doing deals. And there are also guys, well, everybody's doing deals, but there's a few guys that are actually wanting to get into the coaching business. And one of the things we talked about is when you are successful and you're actually doing deals, it's amazing how things all of a sudden start really piling up on you, like different opportunities. And success breeds success in many ways, right? So you're having success in one business and you're going to find that other opportunities present themselves and they're all good opportunities. You can make money in all of them. So the struggle, and I know this for me personally even as well, the struggle is always focus. Like you can do one thing, maybe two things really well, right? But you can't do more than one or two things really well altogether. Now, yeah, you could say, well, there's Richard Branson. Look how many businesses he has. And that's true, right? But the one thing, you still focus on one thing, and that's finding the right people. Um, That's his one thing, right? Finding people, good people. And so they say, you know, the definition of an entrepreneur is somebody who finds something that's working and stops doing it and does something else. And that's totally me. And we were talking about that in the group. That's that's a lot of us, right? I mean, maybe it's personality types, the typical personality types of an entrepreneur is like that, you know, they find something that's working, they get bored with it and they want to do something else. Or they they love starting businesses and creating the vision and making money. But sometimes, you know, you you get there and you've scratched that itch and now you want another itch to scratch. You want something else to do. And so it's really, really hard for entrepreneurs to stay focused. I mean, we have, most entrepreneurs have severe ADD. It's like hard to focus on one thing and to stick with one thing if it's working well. And this is something that I know I struggle with personally. There's at least five other things I could be doing right now that could be making money. I know I could be doing really, really well with it in real estate and outside of real estate. You know, I see friends that, here's the thing I think it was what it is. You start having success, you start hanging out with other successful people and then you see what they're doing. And you see, well, geez, if this guy could do it, I could do that, right? I know guys that are selling t-shirts now, that are selling different types of creating e-commerce businesses, selling products. I was at an internet conference recently and there was a guy there who's actually coming, leaving internet marketing and going back to brick and mortar stores and doing really, really well. He's using his internet marketing experience to build brick and mortar stores like fitness centers and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of opportunities and businesses out there. And I guess the point of what I'm sharing with this podcast is 
we all, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, and I'm, when I'm pointing a finger, I have three more point, fingers pointing back at me, okay? I get it. We need to be more focused. We need to start really stepping back and looking at all of these opportunities and saying, you know what? What is my one giant pumpkin? What is, what is the one thing I need to create? Jeez, there's almost an accident right in front of me. Uh, what, what's your one thing? I'm going to recommend to you guys a couple books. This is crazy. This, this is an intersection that's super busy and there's all kinds of... The, 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 oh my gosh, hold on a second here. Wow, that was hairy. So I'm at this intersection and it's not working. It's just flashing red lights. Um, anyway, thank God. I'm all right. Everybody's all right. So I'm going to recommend to you a few books. The first one that I've read that's been really, really helpful for me and helping me stay focused is called The Pumpkin Plan. And I can't pronounce the guy's name, but it's pretty easy to find. Just go to Amazon, get The Pumpkin Plan. Excellent book. It talks about in there how farmers, you know, who do uh, giant vegetables and stuff, they'll spend thousands of dollars like per one seed and they'll plant these seeds and they'll grow these things into massive vegetables. And pumpkins is what he was talking about. And he met these guys who were giant pumpkin farmers. This one guy in particular started when his boy, one of his kids, was real young. And every year he would take a picture of the boy inside the pumpkin. He'd carve out the top of the pumpkin and put the little baby in there. And every year as the boy would get bigger, and now he's an adult in his 20s or 30s, and they're still taking pictures of him inside of their pumpkins. So it's pretty crazy, right? But what they do to grow these giant pumpkins is they'll plant the seed that they spent like $5,000 for or whatever from some guy out in Vermont that raises these things. And they'll plant the seed and help it grow and stuff like that. And then as soon as it starts growing it and it starts, you know, one pumpkin plant will have multiple pumpkins in it. They will cut off all of the other pumpkins. They'll look for that one pumpkin that has the most promise and they'll cut off all of the branches for the other pumpkins and nurture and care for that one pumpkin and all of the nutrients from the ground and from the soil and the water and stuff like that will all be taken, be brought to that one pumpkin and that pumpkin will be become a giant pumpkin and that's the power of focus. You know, they say, I forget the numbers, I wish I, I should have pulled this out while I was driving, but you know, like the sun is a gazillion joules and watts of energy, right? And, but you can stand in the sun all day and you might get a sunburn, okay? But you take a little micro, uh, a magnifying glass and you focus those light beams from the sun into a little single point and you can burn ants, you know, or you can burn paper, right? Well, they also, the, the, if, if the guy who was talking about this was telling me, um, you can also take a few watts, just like a few watts and concentrate it into a laser beam, right? And if you can concentrate just not much energy, just it doesn't take much, but just a little bit of energy, hyper-focused into a laser beam, you can cut through steel, diamonds. You can cut through diamonds. And it's amazing the power of focus, right? We all need to be a little more focused in our business, a lot more focused. Uh, so the book, The Pumpkin Plan, was really, really helpful, instrumental for me to help focus on my business. And um, I'm still struggling with it every day, like staying focused. 
But in the pumpkin plant, let me just tell you this real quick because it's important. There's this concept he talks about of, of finding your sweet spot. And the sweet spot is a combination of three things. Number one, your ideal customer. Who is your ideal customer? And in real estate, it's your buyer. It's buyers are your customers. It's not sellers. It's your buyers, okay? And then, that's number one, who's your ideal customer? And who are the right buyers to work with, right? You need to be very, very clear. Who are the right buyers, okay? And then number two, uh, what is, is what you're doing unique? The service or the product that you're providing, is it unique? And the third thing is, can you automate it? All right? If you have a business that is, you're working with your ideal customer, you have a product or service that's unique, so it's not, you know, there's not a ton of other people doing it, and can it be systemized? If you have the combination of those three things, you have your sweet spot, and if you focus on those three things, then you're gonna have a giant pumpkin, and you're gonna make a ton of money. Super important principles, right? So like in real estate, if you're a wholesaler, for me, I looked at it and I said, all right, so my ideal customer is my buyers, cash buyers, and specifically, I want cash buyers from out of state who are buying properties in other states or looking for turnkey rentals. So I started focusing on finding those buyers. And I knew I had to have a service that was unique. So I created a turnkey property where it's not just, I'm not providing the property management or doing the rehabs myself, but I'm connecting the people that I know and trust in the business with good property managers, good contractors. And what makes me unique is I'm not just putting them into deals and walking away. I'm going to be acting as the liaison all the way through the deal from finding the deals to find, helping them find the property manager, find the contractors, et cetera, et cetera. So if they ever have a problem with the contractor or the property manager, they have my cell phone number. My buyers can call me and I'll take care of whatever the problem is. So that's my unique uh, opportunity. Uh, and then I'm also, what else, what else is unique is I got people surrounding me that can help me manage all of that. And then what is automated? Well, I have a team. I have a team around me that's automating all my marketing. They send the marketing, the calls get pre-screened, they put into, get put into Podio, and the marketing gets done for the sellers and the buyers. It just kind of happens. I like to call it marketing done for you in spite of you, okay? Um, so that's really cool. The on, the on the information side of my business, on the coaching side of my business, what is my sweet pump, my, my sweet spot there, my giant pumpkin there? I hope you guys don't mind me being open about this. I'm kind of just telling you about my business. I, I think this might be interesting to somebody, I hope, <laughs> helpful to somebody. But on the information, the coaching side of my business, which I really love doing, I mean, I, I, I really enjoy coaching, and this is part of my, my passion, why I love doing these podcasts, um, so I can get to help people and teach. Uh, so my information business, what, who is my ideal customer? Well, it's somebody who has at least, I'm saying this for you guys to think about writing this stuff down, like, like writing down who, for you and your business, whatever you're doing, what is your unique offering? What is your who's your who's your ideal customer? And what are you doing that can be automated? And so for me in my coaching business, my ideal customer is somebody that has at least five hundred to thousand dollars a month to spend on marketing. Because if they can spend, if they can invest money on in marketing, I can help them explode their business. Okay, and they also need to be somebody who 
is not a whiner, is not a yeah butter, is somebody that takes massive action, who understands the importance of the speed of implementation, right? Is big, massive action taker. So that's who I want to work with. Uh, so that's my ideal customer. What is it that I'm doing that's unique? That's not other a lot. Not a lot of other people are talking about or teaching, right? Well, there's a lot of guys teaching wholesaling. There's a lot of guys teaching lease options. Maybe not as much lease options, but I think what's what kind of makes what I do and what I teach unique is that I've actually done deals while traveling around the world. And I've done deals without talking to sellers, without talking to buyers, without seeing the houses, literally outsourcing and automating 100% of the stuff, right? So I think that's, I think it's unique. I know there's other guys doing it, but I've done it. I've, in the last four years, we've traveled to probably 12 different countries. I've lived in our RV for three months, traveling around the northwestern part of the U.S. and seen a ton of national parks. And it's awesome. I love it. And so that's kind of where I, I think I specialize in is automation and the systems and creating the marketing so that stuff gets done for you in spite of you. And I'm kind of like an engineer geek. I like technology and stuff, so I use systems and technology to help grow my business. So I like helping people do that. And then how can that, so my sweet pump, my pumpkin, right? My giant pumpkin uh, sweet spot. What, how can that part of my business be automated and coachable and, and um, be automated, right? Systemized. Well, one of the things I like to do is I, I can't coach a ton of people one-on-one -on -one because it just I don't have enough time in the day to do that. So I use a lot of group coaching. I do a lot of group coaching and that helps me help a lot more people. I have a private Facebook group. I have weekly group coaching calls and people can ask me questions on Voxer. So I can coach a lot more people. I found a way to automate it and systemize it so I can coach people that are my ideal customers in something that's really unique and that's what I love to do. Does that make sense? This podcast is getting way longer than I had thought it would be. I just wanted to share guys the power of focus and when I personally in my business, when I focus when I focus on uh, doing deals to my ideal customers and finding those buyers and finding what they want I, I crush it. I do a lot of deals. When I can uh, focus on coaching my ideal clients, the people that I know I can really help, then I do really well and they do really well, right? So great book. Go read it called The Pumpkin Plan. You got to read that. Of course, there's two other books. There's a lot of books out there kind of on this topic, but I want to mention two more. One of them is called The One Thing. Great book. You should read that. The One Thing. And then I'm reading a book right now called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. I recommend you get that. I'm about, oh, I don't know, a fifth of the way through it. And so far, it's really good. It's like really convicting. <laughs> like, oh, man, do I really want to read this? It keeps on. It's not about minimal, minimalism, okay? It's not about, like, living with just a few shirts and, uh, you know, living out of a suitcase in a shack in the middle of Guatemala to find your spiritual inner self. It's not like that. It's not minimalism. It's essentialism. Big, big difference. So if in your business, what are the essential few things that you need to be focusing on? And you need to know what that is. You need to have it written down. What are the essential few things? And learning the disciplined pursuit of less. Great book. Go read those books. I think you'll like them. All right. So guys, let me know what you think. Did you, uh, if you have any comments, leave a comment in the show notes of realestateinvestingmastery.com. 
leave a review on iTunes. Let me know that you like this stuff. If you're interested in talking with me about creating systems and automating your business, and learning how to do deals while you travel around, maybe you're not traveling, you just want to hang out at Starbucks in your flip-flops, or you want to hang out at the beach or at the pool, and you want to be with your kids more, and you still want to wholesale deals, and you got money to invest in marketing, like, and you're a serious action taker, let's talk. I think I can help you. So go to joemccall.com, joemccall.com. Cool? All right, guys, take care. Stay focused. Stay focused. See ya.